0: helping you to feel more alive in life for the last 22 years on the air. David Essel in the box with you right now, broadcasting live on a Studio E, Los Angeles, California, with Nathan and Tricia right here, running the show for me as I get a chance to be the voice behind David Essel alive. Positive talk radio only, XM246, streaming worldwide at talkdavid.com. We are proud to be part of the Premier Radio Network, our toll-free number, one 800 548 talk one 800 talk What percentage of people do you think on a daily basis are living in joy, are happy, are living in joy? Any idea? In just a couple minutes, I'm going to pose that same question to Dr. George Pratt, author of the book Code to Joy, The Four-Step Solution to Unlocking Your Natural State of Happiness. I'm really anxious to see what he thinks, the percentage of people just in the United States of America who are actually joyful daily. Now, I'm not saying that they're joyful 365, but like the odds of them being happy and joyful increase, you know, are increased with a certain subset of our population. I'm wondering what percentage that is. We're going to find out that and much more. Also, the steps on how you can become more joyful with Dr. Pratt just in a couple minutes. Uh, hey, don't forget there's so many great I Heart Radio segments about to happen. David Essel Live, we're going to be switching to iHeartRadio. We love our slot here at XM, but we are moving October 19th to iHeartRadio. More information at talkdavid.com. All of the segments, all the shows that we've done on XM, hundreds upon hundreds of hours of archive shows, if you're only, if sometime you're wondering, like, God, I'd really like to listen to a topic like on joy or on how to have a millionaire mindset or any of the other topics we cover, just go to talkdavid.com. All of our interviews are archived. You can check them out at your convenience. And then also while you're at the website, look at all the different weekly groups we have that you can join via teleconference on weight loss, how to change your life, on love, intimacy, and sex. So many different classes and courses you can join. All of that is at talkdavid.com. And if you want to chat with us, it's 800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK, or you can text us at 941-266-7676, 941-266-7676. So glad that you're choosing to share some of your weekend with us. So my guest right now, Dr. George Pratt, Larry King Live, Fox TV, and of course our good buddy, George Norrie. Dr. Pratt has appeared on all of those shows. He's a clinical psychologist, author of the book, Code to Joy, The Four-Step Solution to Unlocking your natural state of happiness. Dr. Pratt, welcome to the show.
1: David, nice to be on.
0: Yes. Hey, so so the question that I wanted to start with is that what percentage of people in the USA, Dr. Pratt, do you believe are living this life of joy daily? Any idea?
1: I do have an idea, and it's a number that we want to expand on, probably about 5%. But the majority is that all? Is, yeah, because... What happens is most of us are kind of living in a fog that we don't actually recognize how we're Mm -hmm. feeling. I think we're all naturally able to experience, as you're pointing out, joy and happiness and Mm -hmm. positive feelings of accomplishment, love and contentment. You're talking about these things on your show, which is terrific. And many of us are blocked from these positive feelings, even though in our external world uh, there would be lots of support to for us to believe those positive feelings. So what the heck is going on that we're not more joyful and happy? Uh, yeah. the major reason is that there's some underlying beliefs about ourselves, about the world or about the future that that we have developed usually very early on and they block the connection to these positive feelings of joy and happiness. So that's okay. the Be- purpose. That was the purpose. That your exact question, David, which was yeah. beautiful, is, you know, how, how much joy is there, uh, and really, how do we connect more to it? And that is the purpose. We have a conscious mind, we have a subconscious mind, then we have a body energy system that we're just beginning to understand, which is the acupuncture system, the chakra system.
0: Sure. And yeah. so
1: this, this book, uh, which is... Uh, really about learning how to use all of those tools together is about finding a way to use the conscious mind the conscious mind is the smallest player in all of this even though we all think that's the main driver that's that's the irony of all of this uh, we talk about the flea and the elephant the flea is this little conscious mind that's riding on an elephant right the right elephant right is, right is the subconscious so whatever you think is happening isn't happening so yeah. if you have the flea and the elephant uh, you're in LA, I'm down here in San Diego, La Jolla, and I'm, I'm looking at this beautiful day out here in the water and if the, if, you were on a, if you were a flea on an elephant, the elephant wants to go to the ocean and the flea wants to go inland, you're going to the ocean with the elephant. <laughs> right. The conscious mind is a very small player in this. Oh. And then we have a mind-body biofield, we're electromagnetic, mm-hmm. magnetic, we have polarity, we have this energy moving through us, and so when we harness all of these tools together, we can move towards that joy and we have We have these beliefs that have usually been kind of stuck with us uh, stuck within us, particularly up to about the age of six. Uh, we have these programs that we've learned, and uh then also. Before age six, we don't have any conscious defenses. We're just kind of absorbing these subconscious patterns. From about six to 12, we have some, we have some blocks. But what happens is we develop these <laughs> negative beliefs about us that don't match up to reality. Um, well, I, you know, I don't know if you read the uh, introduction for Code to Joy by Larry King, who's quite a character.
0: Right, I, he I don't is, absolutely.
1: Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if you've ever been on your <laughs> show, but he's, he's a delight. He's funnier than hell. Uh, But um, what happens is stuff, negative beliefs get stuck in there, and then you can't get them out. You can't get them out in traditional ways. So Mm -hmm. I have, I've been a clinical psychologist for a long time, but my goal has always been to help people that are blocked to get unblocked, people that are doing well to enhance their performance. So uh, the whole goal is never to help people suffer more effectively. And time does not heal all wounds.
0: Thank and, you. And thank no you.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, my God. You know, that's that that's something when, when people, and we hear this all the time, as you do, too, I know. But, you know, people say, oh, just give it some time and it'll get better, you know. And that's
1: like a prescription for inaction or just yes. accept. That's the fog. Think about it. If you have if you have a fog that's blocking your perception, let's say symbolically, a blanket of fog that is one acre around and three feet deep, which we get down here in La Jolla, recently, sure, you can't can't see what the heck we're doing sometimes. Yeah. if the amount of of fluid, the amount of liquid in that acre of thick fog, when it really comes down to it is just a few ounces of water if you can believe it and that's that's kind of what mm-hmm. the effect of these negative beliefs that get stuck In our uh, subconscious and our energy system. Dr. George,
0: I have a question here about genetics. Is, Is there such a thing that there is a gene for joy and happiness where some people, just like a Michael Jordan, are blessed with athletic ability? Could there be such a thing of a gene for joy and happiness that for some people, they just come out of the womb happy and joyful, they go through life regardless what hits them, happy and joyful?
1: You know, there is a gene that has been uh, identified for depression, but that can also be be, uh, treated even (laughs) with mental techniques, even though there's a genetic tendency. Some people are naturally more upbeat, yes, but the the nice thing is we can all learn to to do it. Let me give you an example. I don't know if you've ever, uh, uh, I don't know if you know Rob Durdick, who's quite a character. Uh, no, uh, he, I I ended up on his show uh, Fantasy Factory and I had worked with Rob he was a, a skateboarder that became very famous and then he's, he's got ridiculousness in Fantasy Factory and he brought his cousin down for a treatment that w- became an episode on Fantasy Factory and here was a kid who was stare- literally staring at walls not not really engaged, he looked depressed, blocked, and this, this, is, this was a reality series he was doing, and so what I did with him is I started clearing these negative blocks that are likely to occur in, in childhood, and there's a way of identifying what they are. Uh, in the book, we have a little profile you can check off, find out what they are, and then there's a way to do this four-step process yourself in Code to Joy. But I took... Hold on, Dr. It. George,
0: hold on a minute. Yep. We're going to go to a quick yep. break. We're going to come back more with Dr. George Pratt. Code to Joy, talkdavid.com, our website. More information on Dr. George there as well. Stay there. Desperate for changing, starving
2: for truth. I'm closer where I started. we chasing after you. I'm
1: falling even more in love with you. Letting
0: what an amazingly I've gorgeous song this is. 1 eight-eight two five five Lifehouse behind us there. Falling more in love with you. David Essel in the box. America's Positive Radio Show, twenty two years on the air and growing strong still, eight hundred five four eight talk. My guest, Dr. George Pratt, author of the book Code to Joy, the four step solution to unlocking your natural state of happiness. Doctor George We've got about 9 minutes left and I wanted to go could you re- repeat the um the like if you could say the four major beliefs that block joy number 1 my first question is what are the four major beliefs that block joy number 2 is how do we remove them for good
1: Okay that's a great one let me give you a little example I'll go back to that demonstration which I did on MTV the the four beliefs that are most common one is i and this happens uh... because usually a misinterpretation of circumstances or actual circumstances when you're younger and it blocks you from using your potential the ones these include not feeling safe feeling uh... unworthy feeling powerless not feeling lovable the other major ones include not feeling like they can trust themselves or the world. Right. What, right. what happened with drama on on the episode? He had some of the beliefs we identified them. We used muscle testing or neuromuscular feedback, which is a wonderful yep. technique to get at information immediately. It's it has to do with when you're thinking something that's true or congruent. All the muscles in your body are five to fifteen percent stronger, so you can tap into that uh, that uh, information very quickly if not people can fill out a little form or you can just discuss it and identify what's happened but anyway cleared some of those things and he changed before our eyes and now what happened is he was not producing he was not participating uh... in the business etc he was not self-sufficient what happened after that episode he said at the end of the episode um, which is called banging on fools on uh, Fantasy Factory because whoever lost uh, competition was going to get shot with uh, tennis uh, balls. So right. <laughs> silly name. <laughs> what happened is he turned things around. He started. We cleared traumas of him not feeling worthy and safe in certain circumstances, and it's like the line, the the circuitry got connected. And at the end of it, he looks at the end of the treatment, which is on the show. He looks like a different person, and at what happened, I talked to Rob last year, and last year he went from essentially not making anything except appearing on the show to making $12 million last year with a close-up.
0: Yeah. So what, 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 what was the so if, if for our listeners because they you know we we don't have access to that show right now, Dr. Pratt. Yeah. For our listeners, like what could they do right now to remove a belief that is saying I am not worthy, I am not lovable. There's no one I can trust. I can't trust myself. Well, what
1: can we do? They have to they have to identify it. The four steps are you have to identify or locate the event. You can use muscle test, you can do the the little uh, inventory in the book. You can yeah. uh, actually ask others if people notice any certain patterns, that there are some blocks, and then you do a pattern uh, mm-hmm. that's called clear. The second one is clearing. This is kind of like clearing the decks for a treatment. And sure. because we're using the electricity uh, of the body also in this process the we have a process called balanced breathing which is kind of like um, it's actually almost like a uh, two-minute yoga uh... breathing process left ankle over right right hand out over left tongue to the roof of your mouth as you breathe in relax the tongue as you exhale that restores body energy integrity interestingly and so that there are some other things too but that's the main one the third main step is you repattern what has happened in the past The 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 number one negative belief that resonates almost to all problems is somehow not feeling worthy right on parents yelled at you to, told you couldn't do it or a teacher did or you had a heartbreak growing up and you don't feel worthy That's the one, if you clear that belief regarding the target that you set out, you will feel better. And what happens, it's kind of like swimming the English Channel, if you have like 100 suitcases attached to you. You start clearing these things, and you are feeling better, more empowered. And actually the people on the back of the book talk about their experiences all the way from uh, Olympic gold medalists to uh, people just uh, being cleared from trauma and uh, even... uh, Uh, being uh, abducted and held for ransom, so it's kind of a full spectrum. So you repattern, and this uses imagery, um, Mm -hmm. uh, 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 some tapping, and some other techniques to clear the trauma while you're holding the belief, and it essentially dissolves. And then the fourth step is anchoring it, and that's creating a long-lasting, deep, connection to how you want things to be clear of this problem. And so the whole idea is uh, absence of a negative is not a positive. So uh, even when I did um, one of the first books on um, actually tapping quite some time ago, uh, no one was actually installing positives. What right. Do, oh my,
0: you know yeah. what, Dr. Pratt, this is so dead on. I, you know, when, when it was called emotional freedom technique, right? This
1: is even before that. Yeah, this is, uh, uh, Gary Gary Craig is terrific, and the technique is too, but uh, Yeah, but there we, was
0: no positive reinforcement right. after the, the negative was, was removed. That is yep. such an... And, and, and I, I've got to share this with our listeners. For all of our listeners that are fans of EFT, emotional freedom technique, if it's not replaced, if after you remove that negative thought, what Dr. Pratt is saying is so important, if that isn't then, go ahead. If we don't reinstate the place that we want to be, then we've got this void, Dr. Pratt, don't we?
1: Absolutely. So absence of a negative is not a positive. That is right. so important. And, um and actually, so if you think about events in your life as you, as you think back, we all have had them. We call them some are asteroid hits that are so obvious, some are micro traumas, but they are huge in their effect. Let me give you one key example. A businesswoman came to me she 'd seen three psychiatrists around the globe, and she walked in with kind of an attitude and said,
0: "Hey, just so, well, so you know, Dr. Pratt, we have one minute left
1: okay she She was blocked she was uh, she had been successful in business. She wanted to know what was wrong. Identified that she had a block at age seven. I said, what happened at age seven? She said, oh my God. She had, uh, she had been paid a quarter by her aunt to move some furniture. She was so excited to tell her parents. She told her parents at dinner. She was humiliated over money. That belief, right. that money was bad, came back to bite her until we turned it around. And she turned her life around over that one quarter.
0: I love it. I love it. And, you know, for listeners that aren't familiar, go visit DrGeorgePratt.com. DrGeorgePratt.com. In the book, Code to Joy, find ways to figure out what the beliefs are that are holding you back, number one. Remove the beliefs, number two. And then, as we've just been saying, go ahead then and instill what it is that you desire out of life. So crucial. DrGeorgePratt.com. Check it out. Absolutely, Dr. George. And also,
1: if you go to the yes. website, there's a free download of a 37 minute deep relaxation experience.
0: Perfect, perfect. Hey, it's been a joy having you on the show, David, and thank you're you so terrific. much for sharing. I love your
1: energy, and I love your message. You are the bomb, as so you know. You are. <laughs> thank you, you very awesome.
0: much. Okay. Thank you very much, Dr. George. You have a beautiful night.
1: You too. Be well. Okay. Bye.
0: Bye-bye now. one eight hundred five four eight. 548 talk Coming up after this break, we're going to get into your texts, your emails. We will get to as many people as we can. And if you want to, text us right now a thought, a question. text us, call us, get in the lineup, 1-800-548-TALK. You have a thought, you have a question, you're at a block in life, you have a goal you want to achieve, this is the time to call us, 800-548-TALK, relationships, health, money, you got it, we'll help you. I'm David Essel, talkdavid.com, stay there.
2: Ah,
0: uh, yes, you're tuned in to The Love Show, David Essel, alive, celebrating 22 years on the air, broadcasting live on a studio e in Los Angeles, California, 1-800-548-8255. Give me a call. Do you have a thought? Do you have a question? Is there something that's on your mind? XM246 is who you are listening to us on, and the show also streams worldwide at talkdavid.com, 1-800-548-8255. Don't forget... Every one of our shows for the past several years is archived for free at our website, talkdavid.com. Like us on Facebook, David Essel Alive. And check out at talkdavid.com all of the classes that we have going on that you can join from anywhere in the world. Motivational classes on how to change your life on Mondays, weight loss for life on Thursdays. We have a huge love, intimacy, and sex workshop. A Saturday-Sunday event coming up that you can check out at TalkDavid.com as well. And on October 19th, we will be taking this show, this hot show for the last 22 years, over to iHeartRadio.com. Very excited about that. But call me right now, 1-800-548-8255. Let's go to Susanna on the East Coast. You're on with David Essel. Hey
2: there. David, how are you?
0: Susanna! Oh, my God. It's so good to hear. Oh, I haven't talked to you in forever.
2: I know. I don't believe we've spoken uh, ever live except for via Facebook and YouTube.
0: Yeah. You know what? Facebook, I'm doing good. What's going on now? You're in the East Coast of the United States of America.
2: Um, uh, Yeah. Yeah. And I got to tell you, when I was on hold, uh, Dr. G dr george pratt yes um i i had a chance to hear uh the last segment with him for nine minutes yes and i gotta tell you uh david he's amazing and he was actually tapping into uh what i've been going through for the past two and a half years with trauma yeah
0: tell me tell me about that I-
2: and, and I'm, I'm so glad I, 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 I took your word, took you up on it to give you a little call about the dating someone 30 years older or younger, but this actually happened to work out with uh, Dr. Pratt, what he was saying. Well, um, you know, with the World Wide Web today, <laughs> the way it is and, you know, uh, all of that, yeah, I had an extremely traumatizing uh, experience for the two, two and a half, three years with uh, some very bad stalkers. I believe out on the west coast they call it gang stalking. Right. On the east, yes, on the east coast they call it bullying. Right. But it, it, it's far more in depth. It's just not, uh, you know, one one facet. It not, you know, it, it was very uh, intricate. So now, um, now this yeah. happened.
0: This happened to you as an adult woman, not like, you're not talking about something that happened in a school sometime. You're talking about recently.
2: Recently. Oh, yeah. Well, I've been dealing with it for the past uh, three years. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, this is actually the first time I'm speaking uh, about it uh, <laughs> on a worldwide station. Yeah. But it actually uh, sends me into one heck of a study into psychopathy.
0: Sure. And, 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 and is it still um, happening, or have you found a way out of this?
2: Oh, no, I found a way out. I found a way out by my, you know, pretty much on my own, because you have to do that pretty much, right. you know?
0: Right, right.
2: Um, but you, you know, what I ended up doing was um, getting the assistance of uh, quite a few people <coughs> who are, are very well-adversed in uh, psychopathy. So, okay. you know, here I had this going on, and I knew it was really bad news. Yeah, And I just, I have tons of evidence, you have to keep everything. And I took it to a few people that are specialists, you know, in all of this, and I said, hey, what do you think about this?
0: And And how, Susanna, we we, we have about, (laughs) we've got about 60 seconds. How, what did you do that ended the stalking? What did you do? What did you have to do?
2: Well, uh, basically, I had to strategize in how I was going to confront them Uh uh, by learning all about them. And no two are alike, David. Yes. And their modus operandi. Uh, isn't alike. You know, I mean, each one is different. Each one has their own, you know, um, uh, mindset and MO, the whole bit. So I just, I don't know, by the grace of God, um, I, I, you know, got them out and away from me. Uh, And now I'm at the point where Dr. Pratt was talking about, I mean, I've been traumatized to the point where my hair started falling out. And are you familiar, Susanna? Are
0: you know. familiar are you familiar with the process of tapping that he was referring to? No. no. Oh my God. Okay. Susanna, I've got to run, but I want to share this with you and for our listeners as well. Go on Boy. YouTube and 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 um Google on search and YouTube. Go to YouTube and search Pamela Bruner, B-R-U-N-E-R, Tapping. B-R-U-N-E-R. Pamela Bruner Brunner, tapping. We we've had her on the show several times. She's got a great book out about tapping. She's got some YouTube videos, Susanna. It will help release trauma, release old beliefs that are not worthy or serving us, and how to then reinstate the positive belief that you want. So, uh, Susanna, to Susanna, to all of our our listeners right now, check her out on YouTube. She rocks. And Susanna, I'm so glad you called, honey.
2: Yeah. Really. Yes. And I'm glad you invited me. You know Yeah,
0: absolutely. You so You're welcome. You have a great night.
2: You too, hon.
0: Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye now. Um this is a text just in regarding Susanna's conversation with stalking from Kathy in Georgia. Um I was stalked by a Facebook friend for eight months. I was petrified because he found out where I lived. My mistake, I should have never posted the address of my work. The only thing that helped David was getting the police involved. I recommend to all the female listeners that if you are stalked by someone from Facebook or a dating site, do not hesitate to contact your local police. This is a very common experience these days, and they're more than equipped to help us. Wow. Thank you, Susanna, for calling in. Thank you, Kathy. From the text. Another text uh, this is from Mark, who says adult stalking is not unusual these days. I was stalked by a woman off of a dating site for six months. It wasn't until I confronted her with three of my friends that she finally got the message I wasn't interested and left me alone, but it was frightening even for a guy six foot four and two hundred and fifty pounds. you know um. It's interesting, Susanna just opened up, there's more text coming in, 941-266-7676 is a text number, 941-266-7676. When we think of stalking and bullying, we think of children, high school, elementary school, middle school, right? Um, This is from Ileana, just texted us in, saying, oh my Lord, thanks for the segment on stalking. I've gone through this many times. And I found out through work with someone such as yourself that what set up the stalking was my codependent nature. Oh, I'm so glad you – listen to this, gang. My desire to help people and to go out of my way to trust everyone I've met has set me up with several stalking incidences, including one from a post office delivery person. I've learned now to be more cautious in this world of dating. Ileana, thank you so much. Call us, 1-800-548-TALK. If you have a situation, you have a question, with relationships, your body, money, addiction recovery, if you're on the fence and you need help, call us right now, 1-800-548-TALK. We'll help you out in every way possible. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio Show. TalkDavid.com is the website. Stay right there. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio Talk Show. Welcome aboard. I look forward to helping you in any way we can. We got a bunch of texts and emails just came in. Of course, you can call us as well. 1-800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK. Uh the is the Atkins diet still around? Is it safe or a scam? I think this is so interesting, you know. Atkins diet. Remember when it came out? It it got a lot of fanfare. Uh high protein, low carb. Uh, a lot of people were very concerned because of high saturated fat with the bacon and the eggs and all that kind of stuff. But Duke University, a number of years ago, found that it actually helped people with high cholesterol lower their cholesterol. Dr. Johnny Bowden, who is a foremost expert, he wrote the book "The Great Cholesterol List," uh, "The Great Cholesterol Myth," says that the Atkins diet is extremely effective. And the problem is what then? If it's not the high protein and high fat, the problem seems to be the sugar and simple carbohydrates. That's the real culprit, not only in weight gain, but with increase in triglyceride levels, cholesterol levels in the body. All these experts are constantly coming out with this information now backing these diets and trying to get us away from the fast foods, from the simple foods, right? And by the way, these are the type of questions, this is the type of information that we have on our weekly Weight Loss for Life class that you can join from anywhere in the USA. Just go to talkdavid.com, sign up. It's 157 a month. It's like so inexpensive, right? These are the topics that we're going to be covering. So we want you with us to get the real facts of how you can lose weight for life and keep it off. Um. Oh, this next one. This just came in. I saw a YouTube video where you said people can be free of cravings and addictions for life. The current models of addictions as disease states with genetic links would totally disagree with your thought process. I am in recovery for alcohol and food addiction, and my genes were the reason. And I have to tell you, gang, I totally disagree. I don't know who wrote this, but I totally disagree with you. 100% disagree. Listen, this is old thinking, and it doesn't matter if old thinking is in the majority. It's old thinking. The disease state is old thinking for addiction. The genetic link, I don't care if it's true that there's a genetic link for something like alcoholism, which there is, right? I'm not saying there isn't, but that has nothing to do with being free of cravings and addictions for the rest of your damn life. And this is a topic that I get very freaking passionate about because I'm going against all the models of 12-step and all the different recovery programs that, that have been feeding us this line of nonsense for years. That just because there's a gene means I'm stuck drinking for life. I'm stuck being fat for life. I'm stuck being depressed for life. It's all a bunch of crap. If, if you learn... To surrender to a program and not drink alcohol, you will never black out for the rest of your life. Can I get an amen? For God's sake. You will never do stupid things. You'll never get a DUI. You'll never lose your partner because of your stupid, idiotic drinking. You will never crave again. The same thing with food, if you're a food addict. There is a path you can follow, and contact me at talkdavid.com. We've been getting people clean for 20 years, and this isn't a a miracle. This isn't something that can only happen to a few people. Anyone that wants to be free of craving to spend money they don't have, a sex addiction, a power addiction, a codependency addiction, anyone that wants to be free of addiction can be free. You're going to have to do some work you're going to have to get outside of your comfort zone. There's no doubt about that, but you can be free. And the more we buy into the nonsense, the more we buy into the absolute nonsense that once an addict always an addict, once an alcoholic always an alcoholic. The more we buy into that, I'm sorry ladies and gentlemen, we're we're we're, we're SOL. You know, we're stuck. We're never going to change and now we have a foot out the door an excuse to keep our eating going our spending going our drinking going rationalization justification of the disease state what a bunch of malarkey if you want to be free contact me at talkdavid.com i'm going to, you know i'm going to stand up and fight all of those old mindsets of addiction as long as i'm breathing i'm sitting here in this gorgeous booth broadcasting sober And I was one of those people that years ago bought into the notion, I'm probably going to you know, just drink the rest of my life, and I'm probably going to always want to drink. And neither of those is the case. And I'm not unique and special. I don't have some kind of God gift to, to sobriety. I just found a path that works, and now I help other people get there. It could be pain pills you're addicted to, heroin. It doesn't matter. TalkDavid.com. Send me an email. We'll talk. 1-800-548-TALK. Um, David, you shared two months ago about five reasons we cheat in love. Could you please repeat these so my boyfriend can hear them? We Neither of us have had an affair yet, but I see that he's leaning that way just by how he's started to neglect me and started to talk more about other women. I want him to know that we don't have to go there. But if he continues, I'll definitely end the relationship. Well, first of all, I want to say I'm glad you have strength enough to talk openly and honestly with your boyfriend. Number one. Number two, though, if you're in a relationship where your needs aren't getting met, I'm going to highly recommend that you get him into work with a coach or a counselor or someone like myself. Because um, even when I read these to them, to him, if he's hearing, listening right now, Unless you guys do some serious work on your relationship, it it could just dissipate right in front of you. So think about that. Okay. The five reasons people cheat. Number one, resentments. This is the most important one, unspoken, unresolved resentments. It could be about something really big. It could be a bunch of little ones, but people start to go out and look for sex outside of the relationship or emotional connection outside of the relationship because of resentments number two um, Because we're codependent. We're afraid of being honest with our partner. So we cheat and lie Instead of having difficult conversations and say, you know My sexual needs aren't being met and we need to sit down and figure this out or I will cheat or My emotional needs aren't being met. We don't cuddle anymore. You don't hold my hand in public You don't tell me you love me and I'm just gonna be honest with you if this keeps up There's a chance I could go out and look for that support from somewhere else. See, the codependent could never say that because they're afraid of being honest, because they're afraid of having the boat rocked. Number three, um, there's a belief system inside us, the third reason why we cheat is that we don't trust men or women. And that belief can come from watching our parents go through divorces, our best friends go through divorces, so we don't trust men and women. So we take it out on our current partner. Before they do something to us, because I know they're going to cheat, I'm going to do something to them. It's amazing how many couples will come in and someone will say that was the reason. Um, The fourth reason that we cheat in love is that we're sexually bored. You know, our needs aren't getting met. Maybe we used to make love on a regular basis and now it's so infrequently. And so if we're bored and our needs, our sexual needs aren't being met, then people will start to look outside the relationship to get those needs met. And once again, you know, they don't have the strength to sit down and talk to each other about what's going on. So they get back at our partner because we're bored or because our needs aren't getting met. We'll get back at our partner by going somewhere else. And all of these reasons are ridiculous in a good love relationship, by the way. And the fifth reason, the last reason, is that we're emotionally bored. Once again, our needs aren't being met. Maybe our partner isn't paying attention to our day. How was our day? Maybe our partner's not paying attention to um, what it is that we desire out of life. Maybe it's our fault that we're not telling them that our emotional needs aren't being met. Maybe it's our fault that we're not telling them that we want to be a bigger part of their life. Maybe it's our fault that we're not telling them That we'd like to do more with them at their work, or we'd like to do have them do more with us at our work, or maybe we're not telling them that we want to pick up a new hobby together because life has just become too boring and we're not living with passion. So we don't tell them that we're emotionally bored, but eventually the resentments get so built up for all this that we just start paying attention to someone who's paying attention to us at work or at the gym or somewhere, right? So the solution for all of this is what? Well, the number one solution is to get honest in our communication, to sit down with our partner and say, hey, listen, you know, we're slipping away from each other. We're not connected as deeply as I think we can be, should be, I'd like to be. So could we reconnect? Could we talk openly about what it is that we'd like to accomplish, about what it is that I'm missing out of life, about what it is that you're missing in this relationship? So that we don't do something stupid and ruin this relationship for the rest of our lives. You know, like, get open, get real, get vulnerable. The key to love is all those things put together in a package. We can help you. TalkDavid.com if your relationship is struggling. Send me an email. TalkDavid.com. I'm so glad you're with us. So much more to come. I'm David Essel. Stay right there.